I have an idea. Let's record a shitty intro. Just strum it. <laughs> This is the Zach and Akash show. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome, Welcome. to the Good morning. Zach and Akash show. Today is episode 18. I had to look on that. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's nice out today. We got British weather, nice and warm. The spring is coming. Um, today we're talking about stories because stories sell. Ooh. Yep. Zach just texted me this morning. He's like, "We're gonna tell stories today." And I'm like, "What stories?" He's like, "I got you." <laughs> and then I'm like, "What?" So I sent him a question mark. I'm like, I don't know, just tell stories. So we're here to tell you stories. Yeah. So I pretty much learned about storytelling when I went to New York City. Um, that was a key thing. They pretty much taught me. It, it was pretty much an internship about sales at that point. I was taught how to essentially sell, and um, we, we were writing a bunch of stuff, and they were like, yeah, stories sell. That's, like, really important. Um, at the end of the day, if you're running a startup or whatever, maybe if it's, like, a free service, you're still doing sales, whether it's time or a monetary um, thing. So... Yeah, so uh, my, my story, Jesus, like I got a lot of stories now. My story related to stories was I wrote a blog post. It was mainly encompassed by a story. Um, rather than saying, just try new things, I actually had like a backing story with it. Um, and then when I said that story, I sent it out. And then people actually went out of their way to ask me, um, can you resend me it so I can send it to a friend? Um, can you add me? Can you text me next time you have an article? And right there, that that is a KPI, a key performance indicator of you're doing well, is when you have super fans already who want to like distribute your work because they really enjoyed it. So that's a that's something to think about next time you do something that involves it's not only just like you know selling um, <clears throat> a product. Like if you're in an interview or something. You know, stories are going to sell because people relate better to people. So that's like the whole thing around storytelling. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> hey, real quick. Is your camera in a different position today? Are you more zoomed in than usual? Yeah, a little bit. Let me zoom out. Yeah, because uh, the way I set up the video pre-processing thing, it works uh, better. You're zoomed out. How about that? Captures the frame more correctly. How about that? Is that good? Uh, uh, I gotta check it out on the stream. Maybe go out a tiny bit more. Yeah, right there. Cool. Yeah, I'm wearing glasses today. Uh, I figured why not. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh? What's uh? Wait, hold up. The four stories, you got to get the coffee bean. Facts. The story behind this coffee bean is it was harvested and roasted somewhere, but found its way to Big Y. That's when Akash graciously picked it up and put it in a bag over a year ago so he could eat it today. <laughs> That's the end of that story. Wait, you've had those coffee beans for a year? 
uh, like half a year, man. Oh, wait, when did I get them? I think I got them. Yeah, I think so, actually. Interesting. Actually, it should uh, still it was last. like last September. It should still yeah, last. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's when you grind it that you start to lose some of the coffee properties that make it good. Um, so that's a tip for my coffee people out there. Um, if you have coffee beans, like really good coffee beans, and you want them to last longer, um, invest in a grinder, and then you can grind them as you use them. You can like do a batch, like one grind per week of your beans, and it lasts a little longer because there's like there's uh, like CO2 trapped in the bean. Um, so as soon as you like grind it, I think fucks that up. I don't know, something like that. My <laughs> my roommate in Berkeley. Uh, where I was living last summer, you know, I always used to hear this weird cranking noise in the morning, and it was annoying. And it, like kept waking me up a bunch of times. Like, the hell is this? And then one day I actually go out. There's this dude with this little dial. It looks like <laughs> one of those old school pencil sharpeners. Had a bunch of coffee beans grinding it every single morning, getting fresh coffee. Apparently they were really good. Is Apparently, it, um, does it look like a tubular cylinder, silver? Yeah, it's like a tube this big. Yeah, the same one. With the little dial on the top, and it made this annoying. I do. I feel bad for Brian now that you tell. <laughs> no, I don't do it anymore. Um, I realized uh -oh. that I used to when I was here, like when I was in the waiting period between going to New York for my internship. Um, <clears throat> I bought a coffee grinder, so every morning I would do it and then do like an AeroPress. Um, but I was like, this is taking way too fucking long, so I stopped doing it. Because um, it was a burr grinder. The other one, <laughs> see, there's just two types of grinders. Um, the one that annoyed like people in my dorm was electric, but it had two blades. But you want the burr grinder, um, just because you get like a better grind. That's 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 me imitating. Is that, the, the, is that the tube one, the burr grinder? Yeah. So it, the mechanical one. Yeah, that's a burr grinder. There's electric burr grinders, but they're kind of expensive. Um, yeah, but dude, that shit takes forever. The dude's like grinding on it for like thirty minutes every morning. Yeah, I would. I mean, if you're camping, it's fine. I would probably mm. do that. Um, mine like fits in the AeroPress, so if I wanted to go camping, I could take that and have beans and grind it and have fresh coffee every day. But I don't. <laughs> yeah, that guy apparently used to absolutely hate coffee, and then. He took a trip to Colombia and like somebody made him try the coffee beans there and dude got like really, really into coffee, he tried all these different types of coffee and then he got his grinder and became a coffee grinder. Dude, fuck yeah. That's what we love. That's the dream right there. You know, one day I want my own coffee line. Your own it's coffee like, line? Those coffee, yeah. Like, Zach also once said one day he wants his own lingerie line. I do. I want my own lingerie line. And it says, <laughs> it's like Calvin Klein's, but it says Zach Zambudos. <laughs> That's it. Um, it'd be really, it'd be really cool. Yeah. So coffee, lingerie, those are like rich, rich boy. Um, I, I'm like financially independent where I can just do stupid projects like that. Just to like, I really want to <laughs> own a bar, run a bar. That's my thing. Well, uh, there's this bar in San Francisco called the Tempest, and it would it was the only bar that would uh, be all right with serving people soda at a young age. 
Yeah. And my dream is always, <laughs> my buddy and I always enjoyed it, enjoyed the bar. And that's like, we went there a lot, a lot of memories in it. So our goal is to, once we're older, once we're rich, we're going to go buy it and run it. And the best thing about that place was the drinks were really, really cheap. They were like, especially for San Francisco, this downtown area where everything's mad expensive. You could get like a beer and then a shot of a drink for like four or five bucks. They had all these specials going. So our goal is to keep that going, maybe make it even cheaper to give people the same experience it gave us. Give them the same sodas. Give them the same sodas. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about the soda. <laughs> I love when bars give me sodas, make me feel good about myself. Yeah, it allows young. you to fit in. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was younger, uh, I was in like fourth grade. Um, I was in my uncle's wedding, and I remember there being an open bar. But obviously, I'm not going to get a drink because I'm like 10 years old. But Why I'm... not? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. I guess I was just too weak to ask. But what I did was I would go in and I would just keep getting Coke, Coca-Cola, not cocaine. That would be kind of messed up. But I'd keep getting Coke. Dude, I was like, that was way too much sugar for a kid. Looking back, yeah. I'm like, damn. Like that, it was probably like 10 Coca-Colas in like one night. Oof. Yeah, I definitely Jesus. got a, definitely got a yeah. soda hangover the next day. Um, yeah. It was, it was a That's good wedding. Wild, it was in Maine. Um, I love the outdoors. It's very nice. That's why I uh, moved myself here during quarantine, so I could at least have some outdoor space rather than like the fake city of Yukon. You know, <laughs> it's kind hey, of. Hey, the there's a lot of outdoorsy areas near there, but I guess you don't have a car there. Yeah, you can't really do. I'd, I'd have to walk and stuff. Um, or bother Brian. That's true. Brian's still up there. Yeah, Brian's still there. Brian, oh are, are you are you listening right now, Brian? Are you here, Brian? We miss you. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, Kyle Collins join, joins in, and he's like, just joined, and I hear Grinder." Hell yeah, that's right. That's that's what we love to hear. Um, you know, I feel like Kyle and Dan, are you guys, do you really en enjoy the show? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, be, be honest with us. Complete real. Tell us you hate us. Mm -hmm. If you hate us, should that be something we do? We'll, we'll keep... Like throughout the series, just continue to tell stories. Um, people love stories, good stories. Yeah, Sometimes they're shit stories. I mean, all times. I think no matter what we're, what stream or what topic we're doing, we always end up going back to some type of stories. I think that's just natural with human communication. You always end up going to a story um, again might not be a good one might be a shit one but still a story and i think the cool thing about stories is people know what to expect there's a structure there's a beginning middle and end and people really like to expect now what makes a story not a good because even a boring story can be somewhat interesting but a shitty story is a story with no like clear beginning middle and end because then it screws up with people's expectations. And that one thing that absolutely drives me crazy is when people are going on with the story and it just has an abrupt end. There's no like clear ending statement or anything. And I'm just like, 
And then what? And there's like, oh yeah, that's the story. It's just <laughs> a, such an uncomfortable feeling. All right, I will tell a story right now. Okay, so I was actually thinking about this one. Um, so after I graduated high school, um, you know, you're doing your classic after you graduate high school thing. You don't really have a purpose in life, so you just sit home and you play. Uh, at the time, it was PUBG, so I play PUBG till about like four in the morning wake up, rinse and repeat for a good month. And then one of my teachers who I became very close with, he uh, sends me a message and he says, all right, I'm running this camp. Um, it's an engineering camp. Do you want to, um, do you want to uh, be a counselor? And I was like, yeah, sure. So it was kids aged, um, it was like basically elementary school kids. Uh, so then, so they were, you know, of course, you start to get to know them. They ask you questions. And then this kid was asking me, um, he was like, so where are you going to school or what are you doing after? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to study engineering and I'm going to UConn. And then the kid, he's just like, you're average. And I was like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to fucking kill you. And that was, that oh my was God. That's the story. What was it? Just a 10-year-old kid? Yeah, I was like, you little shit. You're lucky. You're lucky I could go to jail <laughs> yeah that's 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 my story of the day um that's your story of the day how dare you child call me average it hurts no it, i thought it was really funny though it's one of my it's one of my good stories from that summer you know, dude i was probably that little kid that thought going to yukon was average i'm like i'm gonna go to mit Oh. I'll go to Harvard. I feel that. And then uh, my uh, high school came around, and then I was still, I still had those delusions. And then end of high school came, like junior year, and I'm like, nope, that's, <laughs> nope, I, I, I'm not getting in any of those places. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I feel you. I was the same way. I remember in middle school, I'd be shitting. I, I, I was that little kid too. I was like shitting on UConn. I was like, yeah, UConn's just like, I don't know. UConn's just like one of those schools you, know, you go to it's, party. It's a backup school. Yeah, I was like, it was a backup. I remember applying. I was memeing about UConn. You know what happens? I got rejected everywhere, and I ended up at UConn. <laughs> <laughs> and so now look at me now, fucking thriving. Honestly, mm -hmm. though, going to UConn was probably it was a good decision. I wouldn't be where I am today without UConn. <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out. Same. <laughs> got a story about that one? Story about that one? Well, this is the startup I worked at over the summer. Um, don't work there anymore, but I did work there over the summer. And no story. So I, I guess at UConn, we'll take it all the way back. I was a young little sophomore boy getting ready to take on the world. So I wanted to do all these startups. And at the time I was working on a startup called Dropboard, through which I met this guy named David Noble. He was the huge entrepreneur guy at UConn. So everyone I met and networked with told me to go meet him. I'm like, all right, I'll set up a meeting, talk to him about Dropboard. And I don't know, I ended up like following him around UConn pretty much over the years, just learning whatever he had to say, working on different startups and things. And last year, Zach and I were in one of his classes for entrepreneurship called Engineering 3500. If you're a UConn student, I highly recommend it. 
really good entrepreneurship course if you are interested in that. Anyway, in that class, he brings on this like CEO woman named Amy Errett, and she's like absolutely badass, this crazy woman running her startups. And she's a general partner for this firm called True Ventures, represented on Zach's t-shirt. And David's like, you guys should apply for it. And he like really kept pushing and I really kept procrastinating to go apply for it. And then like a month, not even like a week before it was due, I finally recorded this little video, applied for it. I'm like, you know, I, I think I did all right, but I wasn't really sure. And then they got back to me. They're like, this team, Lone Snap is interested in working with you. We set up an interview. So I interviewed and I pretty much spent the entire summer and my last semester working for them. Very nice. Very nice. So that's, and that's how I got this t-shirt. This, they don't have this logo anymore that they changed. I went through the rebranding for their website. But I like the old logo better. Dude, don't you feel like a god with these t-shirts on? <laughs> Jesus, what? Don't, dude, don't you feel like a god with these t-shirts, though? It's like, I love wearing this. This is like the only graphic tee I wear is True Ventures. Oh, gotcha. I just love it. I, I really like the True and the Lone Snap t-shirt. They're like, they're really nice. Really yeah, soft. Yeah, they're, they're very soft. I wash this on cold to make sure it doesn't yeah. get ruined. Um, I, I wish uh, get seated. That, but... Do you you have a get seated shirt? You've worn it before. I wish they mm -hmm. had it more like this. It was just like, like it looked. Yeah, like they this. they have the Yukon Caldy T shirt where it's like really it's firm. Like, and... It like yeah, it like does that thing. Feels... You know, yeah, where sleeves. the sleeves are yeah. Off, so yeah. Dude, it's like yeah. fucked. They need to like invest in some quality. Get rid of that yellow color. Um, Although what gray. I will say though is those Yukon T shirts are really really easy to fold. I don't know if it's because of the material or what, but they're really easy to fold. You know, I'm missing one of my t-shirts because my ex took my Worth Tower t-shirt, the maroon one, and she has not oh. given it back. It's gone. It's gone. She was like, I still wear it. And I'm like, kind of want that back. Rip, dude. Go, go steal it. Go can to her I, house and can I have it. my shirt back? I, I really miss it. Oh, wait. Maybe she did give it back. And I haven't. I don't remember. Okay, whatever. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Kyle wants to know, what did you learn at Lone Snap? Uh, not much about entrepreneurship in general, but a lot about how teams are run ideal ways to run a team and especially a software team and a lot of infrastructure around getting software that's set up ready to go uh ready to deploy how to deal with errors how to deal with tickets etc etc it's a lot on the engineering side and i guess a little bit more on the management side entrepreneurship in general not much very nice this whole podcast has become like a true venture podcast. We plug them all the fucking time. It's UConn, <laughs> and, UConn and True Ventures. <laughs> Just keep plugging them. See, you even got the true bottle. Did you see that? Did you see that product oh, placement? Yeah. You do product placement. <laughs> yeah, true water bottle. I'll wear my true jacket next time. 
Mm. Dude, wow, look at this lighting on my face. It's making me look. Yeah, dude, you always look very, you look like a light bulb. I thought you were going to say very yellow for a second, and I was going to say Akash, very risky. <laughs> that too. But you don't need the light for that. Oh, is Jesus. Oh, I'm actually like getting blinded right now. Kind of. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's so this better. is... Oh, okay. So it's that window too. I need like a... Oh, you know, I got this. Hold up. Hold up. Dan and Kyle, what are some questions you guys got for us? Give us some story prompts. Oh, wow. For those of you listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, Kyle is our buddy on stream right now, chatting with us. Okay. Oh, Zach, by the way, for the little stream template up there, put the Google Podcast logo. We're on now. Yeah, Google. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fix that later. Yeah, dude, I put my green screen right there. So now, now you can see my like facial hair. Maybe I'll do that. I'll just put that that there every every morning now. This is what I look like. For real. Dude, your sash doesn't connect in the middle. It's just yeah. a It's cool, empty spot. man, right? The little pencil mustache. It's a fuman shoe. Fuman shoe that you got it. It's got to come out like that for me. I, I could probably grow this really long and have like two really skinny mustaches and then like a goatee. How long have you been growing your beard, Sam? What's uh, the story behind your beard? This has probably been, this is about a month. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started around the beginning of quarantine and I've been keeping track. So when I stopped keeping track, it was around day 20. So this is probably the longest I've had facial hair. Just a month. I mean, no one's here to judge me, so I'm like, I don't care. Let's just see where it goes. Um, nice. Do I look like a like a little child with this, or do I look like a do I look like a pedophile? Do I look? You look like a con artist. A con artist. Yeah, I, do I can see you like being in one of those heist movies. I kind of look like Wario. Wario? Or not Wario? Waluigi. Why? <laughs> Yeah, I kind of got oh, with that. The stash, yeah. I got a bit of an. It's like because I'm half. I'm quarter Italian, too. So I got kind of like Italian. But it's also like Filipino, so it's kind of like mixed. It's weird, interesting, interesting genetics. Genes are crazy, man. I wonder if one day there will be a person who's like a mixture of everything. I don't doubt it. That it would look. And what they'd look like. Like this. Yeah. That's right. Hopefully not. That would be pretty bad for them. I'd feel sad. See, if I put my shoulders back, I look more uh, structured. I suppose if I go like this. <laughs> See, if I go like that, I look weird. If I do shoulders down, I look like the one. Go like this, dude. Just put your titties out. My titties out. <sighs> okay, back on the stories. Akash. <laughs> I remember Akash, we would... One of Akash's stories he'd tell us is about getting chased by a crackhead. Oh, a crackhead story. <laughs> All right. It's a funny story. <laughs> All right. So this was freshman year. And we, back then, we were just getting started with drinking soda and only drank water ever before that. 
Mm. We, were, we were getting into soda. And I don't know, for some reason, places were weird about selling us soda. But we found this one store near high school in Hartford. And we went to high school in this really, really shitty part of Hartford. Like, I don't know if you're a Connecticut native, Hartford, Albany Avenue. Our high school was like a street off of that. So it was scary. But, you know, usually in the daytime, it was fine. Nothing's going to happen to you. So one day, we're like, damn, we're running low on soda. We want to have some fun at a soda gather gathering tonight. So let's go purchase some. And we went to this place. And this was, but by the time we got there, I don't know what got us delayed. I think we were getting food or something, but the sun was starting to set. So we were already getting a little freaked out. So, and then I go, I park my car there. All my friends were being little bitches. They wouldn't come out of the car. They're like, yo, gosh, just go, just go get it. I'm like, Jesus, all right, I'll go get it. And then I go into the store. I purchase my soda. No issues there. And then I walk right out. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see this like really scrawny dude, maybe in his like 40s. Uh, with the really scratchy beard dude was just like scratching himself and he just kept looking at me i'm like jesus christ that dude looks like a goddamn crackhead <laughs> and i just keep i just look and then i just start walking away and then the dude follows me so like the door was right here and i was walking around right there to the side this dude was standing right here and he just turned around and started following me and i just started slowly walking fast he's like Sir, you got some money? You got something for me in there? And then I just kind of ignored him, kept walking and walking. Dude kept following me all the way around the parking lot. And then I just kept walking and walking. And I guess at this point, my face was really pale and I looked scared as shit. In my head, all that was going on is I hope I don't get stabbed. I better get out of here. <laughs> and then I jump into my car. My friend's like, Akash, what the hell's wrong with you? You look like you just saw a ghost or something. I'm like, don't worry about it. And I just like quickly start the car and drive off in some random direction, <laughs> the nearest way out of there. They're like, dude, what the hell happened? I'm like, did you guys not see that dude? And then I like kind of drive back around so I could drive by point of that dude. They're like, holy shit, dude. No. <laughs> We're never coming back in. That was the last time we went back to that place. We never went there again because getting soda underage is not worth getting chased by crack. It's the moral of the story. Don't do crack. Yeah, be careful where you get your soda. Don't go to a shady part in Hartford to get it. You know, go I, yard goats. <laughs> I had a similar <laughs> story. Um, in New York, I went to Five Guys because it was like, two blocks away so i was like all right i'll go grab a burger so i'm eating alone it's just me and then this dude walks up to the window he's obviously he's obviously homeless um because like his shoes all fucked up um and he's just like staring at me and i'm like hmm i don't really think anything of it and i'm like oh he's just kind of looking in and then he's just staring and i'm like wow i'm getting kind of uncomfortable i look up again he's still there i'm like jesus christ i'm like i swear to god if he comes in here next thing you know he walks in like the five guys so i'm sitting in like the corner of five guys near the window so i'm like i'm just by myself there's nowhere to really go except like to the door so he comes in and he just starts staring at me or he, he like comes in he walks my direction i'm like please don't come over here he comes over and he was like can i ask you something and i'm like shit i'm gonna get knifed so i was like okay and he was like he just went on this story about how he was he had like fetal alcohol syndrome and he was homeless 
and how he wanted to kill himself. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Jesus. And then I heard, like, the guy in the back scream, hey! And then, like, the entire, like, restaurant starts looking our, in our direction. I'm like, oh, God. Because I, I didn't know what he was going to do. I'm like, is he going to shank me or something? And then at the end, he asked me, he was like, oh, um, I thought he was going to ask for, like, the rest of my food or something. And then he's just like, can I have $12 for a gym membership to take a shower? And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, I don't have $12. And then he just, like, leaves. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. It was kind of scary in Jesus. the beginning because, like, I was like, like I'm I'm exposed. There's nothing I can do. Um, he could shank me, and that'd be it. Dude, it's wild. People like some people you can't tell. They just overreact out of nowhere. You like look at him, dude, just screaming "Hey!" to get twelve bucks. Like Jesus. Going on his story. Also, uh, <laughs> Kyle, what is the all-in challenge? I have not heard of that. Um, type that in the chat. I'll stroke my mustache. Well, similar thing for me in San Francisco. I was on the train with my roommate. I think we were going to watch a movie. So I lived in Berkeley, and we had to take the BART to the city. And the BART is... If you know anyone from San Francisco, it's not the best place. It's it's very stinky, a lot of poo and pee everywhere, and also a lot of weird-ass people on there. Anyway, I was pretty much just looking off into the distance or something, I guess, while inside the train, just thinking something. And I guess I was staring at this guy for a little bit, and we made eye contact. And out of nowhere, the dude just absolutely lost it. It's like, who the fuck are you looking at? What the hell's wrong with you? What are you? Are you one of them faggots? I'm like, Jesus, dude, calm down. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, like, dude, I'm like, man, I looked away. I'm like, I was just like, bro, just leave it. Like, I'm not trying to do anything. I'm literally just standing here. And the dude just goes crazy. He like stands up. He like kind of flares his chest out a bit. He's like, want to fight, bro? I ain't into none of that gay shit. I'm like, dude, literally calm down. No one's looking at you. Just sit down. Nothing's going to happen. And dude just kept going off. And we're just like, what the hell? I see my roommate from the corner of my eye. He's just like, just keeps looking. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know whether to look away or look in. And he just keeps looking back and forth. And then the next station, the dude just keeps yelling. And then he just walks out. And then we're just like, Jesus Christ, what the hell just happened? That's like, that's never happened to me before where this random dude just gets angry out of nowhere starts confronting me i guess it was a cool experience with some confrontation scary though yeah because you never know who's gonna like take the gun end it you don't you don't know dude we grew up in the in the burbs so it's like this shit don't happen you know if you're a new yorker you're like ah it's just a regular day like my one of my bosses uh his fiance, she was talking about she saw some dude get like stabbed on the subway or something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then this other woman was talking about like we went to a happy hour with some some of our clients. She was talking about how like this dude like had a heat stroke, so he fell in the subway. And then like the subway or the train came by, and then he it cut his arm off or something. Dude, what? And she had to like call the police and describe the situation, and like they just carted him off. They put the arm on top of him and just took him out. 
I'm like, what the? Imagine, man, getting your arm like they someone picks up your arm and puts it on you. Oh God. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there was a time I was on the subway and they're like, yeah, there's a delay. Someone jumped into the tracks, so you're gonna have to get off at this stop. And I was like, shit, <laughs> that sucks. You kind of get it, kind of numbs you story. though. Another Bard story from San Francisco. One day I was just chilling there, waiting for a train, which is like a minute away. And you can see, you know, when the train comes out of the tunnel, you can kind of see the lights from far away. So you could see that. We're out of nowhere. This guy like runs down the stairs, yells some crazy shit, jumps into the train tracks and starts taking a piss. Like, dude, what? The train was literally coming right there. And dude was right at the tunnel. The train was coming out of two, taking a piss. Then the right before the train is about to hit him, he screams some other crazy shit and then jumps out and then runs away. Like, what, what is going fuck? on, man? <laughs> I think I still have that in my Snapchat memories of dude just taking a piss on the train tracks. I remember seeing that. Fucking whack, dude. Why? Why is the world got to be crazy, man? I know, man. I know. It's wild. You get you get used to it though, like you'd be walking in New York, some dude just screams, and you're just like, "Come on, man, relax." Just another day. Or like I was um, I remember I was there's this other homeless guy. I felt I felt a connection with this homeless guy. Like there was no cars coming, and what you can do is you can you can jaywalk. Like people do that because otherwise you're gonna be you're not gonna get anywhere. And there was all these people, and they were just waiting. And this homeless, I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, can these people like go? And this homeless, this homeless guy's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking vibe with that guy, <laughs> low key. You know what's weird? How the richest and poorest people live in cities. Yeah. You know, like, but in suburbs, you always see like middle class, you know, lower, middle, and upper middle class, but in cities. See, they're like, I guess there's some middle class there too, but it's like really a lot of rich people and then a lot of poor people. Why is that? This is like some socioeconomic theory. Why is why are they why is that? Yeah, why is it? I mean, I guess it's because it's expensive to live in cities, so there's gonna be a lot of poor people there just because they can't afford to live there. But I guess why don't they? I wonder if you are homeless. Why would you choose to live in a city rather than a suburb? I guess it's easier to, since there's already so many homeless people there, it's easier to camouflage yourself there rather than going to suburbs where you stick out with a sore thumb and people would find you and take you away. This is something I've never actually like thought of or read about. So maybe I'll read about it after. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wacky, wacky ones. Cities. Day. Wacky ones that Kyle, Kyle, oh maybe Kyle's gone. Dan, do you know what the what the all in challenges? I have no clue what the all in challenges. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's switch it up from city stories. What about suburb stories now? It's gonna be a real fucking. What about childhood stories? Childhood stories. 
Um, hmm. What 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 part of childhood? Mm, any part, maybe let's say pre-high school. Pre-high school. I remember um, a bunch of my friends and I, we get on this like Minecraft server. It was like a prison server. And we quite literally made a gang. So like we would all like, I don't know, some dude would be talking shit in chat. So we'd all like wait around the corner for him. And we just scream like, Eastside! And we'd all run at him and just beat the shit out of him. And be like, don't fucking mess with us. That was our, that was my gang that I joined in high school. Mm-hmm. That's, Minecraft that's your gang. gang. Yeah. Minecraft. Yeah, we were, we were notorious. Um, <laughs> a notorious gang. Yeah, that's our gang sign, Eastside. Dude, you know, you know what's wild? We could have run into each other on a prison server. Probably. Never know. You probably got your ass beat by my gang. Fire gang. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I usually ranked it pretty quickly in prison servers until you had to grind so much that I just stopped. Yeah, we should start a gang on a prison server. Dude, I'm done. We, we haven't played <laughs> Minecraft in a bit. Uh, we got to get back. I think we played it too much, or at least for me, I played it too much over the past couple of weeks, and then I got burnt out. I did too. I. But, but I think I'm recharging now. I, I mean, I used it as like a way to like block out the world. Um, it, yeah, was, cope, it was, it was, it was escapism for about a week and then I started playing like a little serious and it's, it slowly died off and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for, I, ready I shut down shit. the server, by the way, I, I, I figured the same file, but I shut it down. We'll um, go back eventually. Um, yeah. You know, what sucked in middle school was, or early high school was all my friends had the cracked Minecraft account. Oh, so Me and this other guy were the only ones with the real account, so the two of us would always sway, but the rest of them always had the cracked account. I ain't spending $10. That's Dude, such a waste It was $27. Damn. When I got it. And I think it's still 27 But best $27 I've ever spent so many hours on that game. Good bang for your buck. So my middle school story... These teeth, you see how this one's starting to chip a bit? Like, this one's a bit chipped. Those two, the, my front two teeth are fake. Because on Pi Day in middle school, eighth grade, so March 14th, for those of you who don't know what Pi Day is, I was excited to, I was particularly excited to go out and play. Um, so I used to live in these condos, but all my friends were in this huge apartment complex I used to live in a few years back. So I'd always ride my bike there. It's probably like a mile away. And I was particularly excited because one of my friends who who like who didn't live there was gonna come out and play. And he, he was also gonna bike there, so I was hyped. And then what happened is what, to get into the apartment building, there's this huge downward slope. And that was always fun to ride on because you go fast on a bike. This particular day, I was like going down really fast and where I'd usually break I checked the brakes and they were kind of jammed and it wouldn't slow down. Oh, no. And at the bottom of the hill, it like curves. There's a really steep curve. So I was like in one of those action movie things where I was like pretty much <laughs> touching the ground with how much my bike was curved, but it still wasn't enough for the bike to turn all the way. So I hit a curb and I bent the bike tire, flew over the bike and landed on my head. And the weirdest thing was I didn't feel any pain. I got up. 
and I thought I was fine. I just thought I was dirty. And my bike was obviously really screwed up. But I looked at my hand and there was blood all over it. I was freaking out. And then so I like wiped my hand all over my t-shirt. Then I look and my hand was fine. Like there was nothing on my hand. And I'm like, where's all this blood coming from? And, and then my tongue started to play with my mouth. Then I realized there was like a cave oh. in my front teeth. And then the first thought in my head was, those are my adult teeth at the time too. So I was like, oh shit, am I never going to have teeth again? Oh no, I'm <laughs> going to be so ugly for the rest of my life. Oh no. Um, and then I called my friend and uh, his, his dad came in the apartment complex. I went over to their house and dude's like, you know, Akash, your dad has a pretty big mustache, so I wouldn't really worry about it. You can just use your mustache to cover up your upper <laughs> lip because my upper lip was torn in two as well. Uh, by a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, again, I think I must have been in shock or something because I didn't feel any pain, which was good. And later, my dad picked me up, he drove from work and we waited in the emergency for an hour or two. Went to the doctor. They like put some fake shit on there. And then over the next week, I got some fake teeth put in me. And then one of them fell off. So I had to go back again and get my fake teeth put in again. So one of these is completely fake. And the other one, the one that's like chipping, is like filling all the way down to the bottom. So I got to get that fixed soon. But that's why oh. I got fake teeth. So it's just the two front teeth. Yep, two front teeth. So one, one of is them complete, just... the other's half. Holy fuck, so it just came out? Well, it was like cracked. It was like chipped. One was like half chipped. The other was like almost all chipped. It was like... It was pretty much I couldn't find the little pieces on the ground. I think I found like a tiny little shard of tooth, but... Holy shit. So like... Yeah. Did you hit your face on like the curb or... I hit it. So it, the bike hit the curb and I flew over... I think I might have just hit the grass or the dirt on the curb, on top of the curb. Or no, I fell on the other side of the curb because it was like a it was like a parking area. So it was one of those thin curb things separating the two sides of the parking place. So I hit the curb, flew over it, and hit the other side. Luckily I didn't hit my nose. My nose was safe. I landed like this. Um, and then my parents used that to tell me to wear a helmet while riding a bike for nah, that wouldn't do anything. years to come. <laughs> but Damn. Never, never put the helmet on. The fuck? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I actually didn't know that those were fake teeth. Or like partially fake teeth, one of them. Yeah. It's fake. I mean, you can't really tell. You know how you can tell if you face, uh, if you flash one of those uv lights it's like clear all the all the teeth become purple but the fake one is like it's clear it's a it doesn't get lit up by the uv light also it's really smooth so, yeah. wow so like they did they just like take out yeah one of it they took out it's like kind of almost like root canal they just took it out oh. put a pole in there and then put the fake tooth attached to it the other one, I don't know exactly what they did. They made some like fake tooth, I guess, with some filling or whatever. Jesus. And the one they put in with the pole was the one that fell out. So I was just sitting there in school without a tooth. Then I had to go back and then get it put back in properly. Jesus. 
And they said when I turned 18 that my, like, apparently the, your teeth, like, keeps growing a little bit more. So they said there was going to be a space up there between my jaw or my gums and my tooth. I can still kind of feel it if I put my finger up the tiny space. But I guess it's good enough where they didn't bother having it replaced or anything. Which which is fine by me as long as I don't have to get it replaced and I'm good. Jesus fuck. Ugh. I could never be a doctor. Nasty. Dude, dentist? That's wild, man. Just like playing in people's mouth all day. My my aunt just became a dentist or a mm. dental assistant. She was a software engineer and then she recently went back to school to learn dentistry. Hmm. I always love being at the dentist where they, you know, they have a conversation while they're like playing with your teeth and shit. You're like, oh, how's the kids? And you're just like, really, my uh, my dentists are a lot more serious. They don't have conversations. Like, I mean, the nurse always talks to me, like when she's setting me up. But like when the dentist is there, dude's like always just working. He's like, hand me this, hand me that. Oh, this dude is screwed up. Oh, this dude hasn't been flossing properly. Uh, just screwed up, that screwed up, and that's it. Did you know I have a rare wisdom tooth? No, I didn't. So when I was getting my wisdom teeth out, they were like x-raying to see which ones I have to take out. One of them's like inverted, so it's like upside down. It's like engulfed within my gums, though, but it's like completely upside down. Um, they left it. So like the, like the tooth part was on the top, and yeah. the root was at the bottom? Yep. It's so it like kind of grew upwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. It's inverted. Uh, they left it because it's like, it's not growing. It's not doing anything. They just like check it every day. But every time. Can you dentist... feel it? Wait, what's up? Can you feel it with your tongue or anything? It just feels like bone or whatever. I can't really feel it. Mm. It's like completely, it's covered with gums. So you don't really know it. But every mm. time a dentist sees it, they're like, Wow. This is so cool. Can I show my like partner or something? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like, we've never seen this before. So I guess I have a special. Maybe that's why I'm so wise, Akash. It's because of that rare wisdom tooth. The, the rare wisdom tooth, too. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I hope I don't have to get my wisdom teeth removed. They're fine so far. It's not that bad. Going good. You just. They're going strong. Days. Mm-hmm. no issues with them i remember when they were first coming in it was in a it was at the union when there was like the little flap of gum just flapping around above the teeth because the teeth were pushing out and i was getting scared i'm like is my gum falling apart what's wrong but it was just my wisdom teeth coming out mm. oh speaking of uh cool shit my dentist kept calling me lucky because apparently i have an extra nerve in my teeth and I didn't feel lucky at all because usually when you put like two squirts of the what's that Novocaine usually it's fine but he had to pump me like a horse he had to put like he had to keep injecting that back in because my like lower left side would not get numb so he he like pretty much injected me with it like three or four times before I finally got numb and then my this side of my face was numb for like the whole rest of the day so like yeah, looks like I had a stroke. <sighs> dude, but it's so fun playing around when your thing's numb, dude. Like, I, like, pinch it really hard, and I'm like, dude, wow, I don't feel pain. You're not supposed to do that. 
<laughs> That's like really bad. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I always like check with this side to see how much pain I'd be feeling. I'm like, all right, I won't go too hard. I just want to see if I feel pain. I always try to feel pain and then I mm. can. I see. <laughs> uh, I like to numb my left hand. I like to numb my brain with liquor because I can't handle it. No, you mean soda? <laughs> no, I'm 21 soda. now, dude. I'm oh, 21 now. You used to numb it with soda. Yeah. I used to numb it with soda. I have uh, 32 days till my... No. 42 days? I'm like so bad at math. 42 days. <laughs> Because it's end of May, right? End I gotta really count. Yeah, I forget how many days are in each month. Was it twenty six? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Party! You know, I feel like there might be a chance that I could still go to San Francisco. Yeah, by May, by your birthday, I think we'll be good. I think we'll be out. Because if you, I don't know if you've been watching the Corona stats, but uh-huh. we're going down. Yeah, I, what I we're don't... averaging like thirty k new cases a day now. It's only. 20k new cases so the amount of new cases are going down see the thing is i don't know why people are like this is no longer the time to necessarily panic your time to panic was like a month and a half ago this time it's like we know where we're going and it's 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 done like it looks high right now but there's we can only go down yeah the growth rate is slowing mathematical well, i don't know about i don't know about we can only go down okay yeah well but we'll yeah, obviously see we're obviously going to see a lot of deaths and like cases and it's going to be a bit scary but like whoa whoa the world just hit two million yeah but like that's expected that's what you know before we were doubling every three days now it took i remember when it hit a million i was moving out at yukon one now it took a week and a half didn't double in three days so that's good so you can tell that we're flattening the curve because um they're they're talking about this with the task force but our r naught score went down to like two something when it was at like i think three or four this is like extremely contagious like once you get your r naught score below one um the virus will fizzle out and disappear so doing good you know, only the ten percent of cases have been closed so far. So still ninety percent. So what is the, so what is the, two hundred two percent of five hundred thousand? Uh, ten thousand? No. Yeah. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand. So. Quick math. Know, if, they're, if they're right about only the deaths being two percentage, I don't think we might suppress it under fifty thousand deaths. Because we're only at 26,000 right now. And even if we go up by a bit more, we might cap it off at like 40,000 if we're lucky. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, look, some states are doing really good. Like Texas, only 94 new cases. California, only 240. Looks like California is getting really good. So, which is why I think it might be. They did really well. I was reading about that this morning. Um, They have like no curve. Like Connecticut's curve is worse than theirs, I'm pretty sure. Like they were like like San Francisco, like the whole like they had fifty cases, the whole country shut down. So that's why I think um 
there's a chance I could yeah. still be there. But now I'm like, shit, because I already, I like basically had plans to like, you know, stay here and stuff like that. In my mind, I was like preparing to like stay here, but now I'm like, okay, there's a chance I could go. Now, now it gives you hope again. And now the hope might get torn out. Hopefully not. Though. We're going to figure out how to stream, dude. Only three hours apart. No. Well, yeah, for, yeah, we will be. We will be. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to be in Seattle, but you'll be back by the time I go to Seattle. I'll send you, uh, I'll send you my replacement. Well, like, <laughs> what you and I will do send is me a we'll, temp. we'll, like, write something in a Google Docs. And we'll have like the camera, we'll, like record simultaneously, so that it looks like we're having a conversation, but in reality we're just <laughs> reciting a script. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll just like I'll just say something, read off the script, give you a pause, like <laughs> yeah, and then keep going. So I've realized today these oh, are man. these are our three fans right now: Daniel, Kyle, and Chow. I haven't seen Chow in a bit. Oh, there, Chow's yeah, here. Chow's here, yeah. So we, these are the What's people up, that continue to cycle in. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm taking Brian's true fan award away. Yeah, sorry, Brian. Jake, it, it was just for the award. He did it just for the award. Okay, to be I fair, you and I stopped promoting the stream. So now it's a little tricky. Because <laughs> like before, you and I would spam it out. Which is why we need a mailing list for this. Should one. we sh should we share our Insta or something on our Snapchats and Snapchat and personal Insta stories? You can. Um, you still need like a conversion thing, something that goes with oh. it. I wonder how many people would convert. Maybe I'll just share a post or something. Out of 1,370 people who saw my article, I think about 15 people gave me their emails. Whoa, 1,370 people saw it? Kind of. It's estimated because I kind of have been taking advantage of LinkedIn. So I would post things on LinkedIn and I'd notice, wow, this got a lot of views. I don't think people really realize that. So that's why I put it there because I knew my audience is going to be pretty professional if they're reading this kind of stuff. So I did it there, mm. Snapchat, get an extra 200. Um, yeah, so it was like 200 plus like 1,100. Um, That's pretty good, dude. Interesting. Well, they like gave me their emails, but I also asked. Some people said no. Some people said yes. Um, the people I asked were people who responded or really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. We'll see. We got to cool. do more testing. Cool, cool, cool. This is my uh, goatee. Oh, oh my god, I can hear it scratching. <laughs> Good. Okay, it's 10 o'clock, so we should probably wrap this up. All right. Um, thank you for watching so far. Now we get to our business dev segment. Oh, yeah. I kind of just went over yep. it, though. <laughs> Huh? It's like sprinkled in. We like kind of sprinkled it. Yeah, we sprinkled it. Um, not much. Again, we I finally went through a whole video and tested out the clip extraction program I use, and 
there were a couple of bugs that fixed it and now it works. So very, very low barrier to post on Insta now. I'm sweating. The only way to make it no more low barrier is to hire an intern to do the time stamping for us. Oh shit, I didn't take Ooh. notes today. It says I've been Fuck. I've been sitting too long. Oh yeah. We need a better system. Fuck. I gotta we do. But I think um, Akash and I gotta be careful to not over business this when gotta remember why the real the real content is the podcast itself. So mm-hmm. we're trying to find decisive moves that give us good results. Because we think we want to, you know, we want to build a community. We, we have good things to say, good uh, information for people to use that has helped us in the past. Um, we're thinking, what's our theme, Akash? That we, we, some of the things we threw out there. Because we've kind of just been, yeah. we kind of did the lean up. startup version. Um, or no, was it, did we do zero to one or lean startup? I think it was, I forgot which one did which. One of them was like, build measure learn one of them was like customer discovery i don't know which one we chose but all right theme ideas we threw out there helping children become adults or in the transition stage during the college time where you're lost and you're trying to find a way to becoming an adult um we got Uh, well, one of the primary values we said is showing it how it is. Radical honesty on our struggles and process. Fuck. All right, we're ending it red. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention, I swear. I'm not going uh, caffeine distractions. Yeah. Um, Another theme, how to find your passions. And another theme, how to reach your full potential. I think um, with all that. and this is stuff that we are personally working on too, personally what we have worked on and what we are continuing to work on. So we think it'd be cool because we can kind of be test subjects for you. Yeah. And it'll also be cool to show that we're not just preaching random things. We're actually working on it and then preaching it or working on it or preaching it while working on it. So you can see the output and choose for yourself. Whoa. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I, I want to keep it as a multifaceted show. Um, something, something people struggle with is just doing one thing um, in their lives. But we've obviously proved that you can do multiple things and still find success professionally, et cetera, et cetera, and not be a complete fuck up. Um, so I guess, I don't know, that's that's one theme we can explore too. It's just like a multifaceted show about like discovery and stuff like that. Because um, we've, yeah. we've talked about a lot of stuff. Um, and one of our best shows, best performing shows was Art Tuesday. Where we talked about just art, music, and completely went off what we usually talk about. And also you saw we talked about hair one day. There's I, a lot we can talk about. We could even yeah. talk about magic. Did you see that? Akash? I used to be into magic when I was that? like ten. Fuck I you! I didn't see it. <laughs> sometimes that works. Um, sometimes you can do the coin trick correctly, and everyone's like, 
yo, how'd you do that? I'm like, it's actually not that hard. But you can only do it once. So like this thing is like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> but you gotta make it look cool. You take it. Go um. Whoa. Kinda. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. So. Wait, well, also. Now you see this. No, you don't. <laughs> we're also trying not to be too serious on this. Um, I know we do. I think we sh like. I think we overshot our business a little bit. Um, we still enjoy podcasting, but you got to keep it. Got to keep the reasons legit. That's one thing we preach. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's just something, again, the more we do this, more clarity we've been getting on where we want to go yeah. and what we want to do. So we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, And yeah, the only thing is, even if we do something random like Artisa, the reason we want to still take it in a general direction based on a theme is because we want to know what you can expect. We want you to know what you can expect when you tune in and listen. Zach was talking about this concept of a front store where you can come and check out, you know, browse what we have and know exactly what we are just from looking at our front page, like a landing page or something. Yeah. So that's what we are working towards. It'll be a bit before we get there. Um, yeah, maybe gotta, a few weeks, maybe a month something. or two. But We're going to write something and test it. Um, it could be like a blog and we send it out and see how it does and see what people enjoy about it and then package it up in a storefront that automates um, customer collection and stuff like that. Uh, it should be, it should be interesting. Um, this is like mini business testing. So oh, we're, we're good, learning good a lot while doing this. Making, making daddy proud. <laughs> All right. With that said, thank you for listening to our stream. If you are on YouTube, look right up there and follow us on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now Google Podcasts, The Zach and Akash Show. And if you are on or if you are listening to us on one of these platforms, check us out on YouTube and Instagram, The Zach and Akash Show. Just look it up and you will find us. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. This was fun. Wait, wait. Hope you enjoyed our stories. What if we record stories and send them to people? We have a Google Home. You could be like, Google Home, tell me a story. And it's you and me telling a story so they can go to bed. Whoa. <laughs> Bedtime stories. It's like, gosh. <laughs> that could be a late night show. Could be. Yeah, whatever. We're not going to. Okay. But until, until then, peace. Peace.